Good morning, podcast listeners. My name is Joshua Koppel, and today the title of my podcast is What Defines You? Today, I'm bringing you this question after I've been studying Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John for the past few months, and I remembered early in the study that I had recognized the fact that some of these some of these great men actually had identities outside of Christ before they came to him, such as Matthew the tax collector, which is mentioned in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and also Luke the doctor, and also he was a Gentile as well. Some of these disciples that we read about in Acts and in different parts of the Bible, they were fishermen, they were lawyers, they were religious leaders. Some of them had a identity which defined them before they became children of God. So today, when I ask you this question, what defines you, I want you to really think about it. When you introduce yourself to people, is it a big deal to mention to them that you're a doctor like Luke? Or maybe you're someone who's a teacher, or you're a custodian, or you're a bus driver, or any other identity that you may have. Maybe you're a mom, or you're a dad, and that's your most precious identity to you. That's what defines you. Well, I want you to think about that today, because I want to remind you that on this earth, we are meant to be children of God. And I'd like to read from different verses, so if you want to follow me, you can keep your Bible or your, your app handy. So let's start in 1 John. 3 and 10. So it says in 1 John 3:10, so now we can tell who are children of God, that's what we want to be, and who are children of the devil. Anyone who does not live righteously, so we have to live righteous, and does not love other believers does not belong to God. So right away, in 1 John we see that there is a difference between your identity as children of God or as children of the devil. We must seek righteousness and we must love other believers. Now, there are other verses that I'm going to go into that show us a deeper look at what it means to identify as a child of God. But before I do that, I just want to quickly mention, last week I had the privilege of going with the youth and the hyphen of STWC up to Visalia, California, where we were able to go to Unite, which was a a large conference that combines the Western District, which is Northern California, with SoCal, which is Southern California. So I was able to worship there with over 3,000 young people, parents and and adults and and different people there. And it was an amazing time. The Spirit of God was in that place so strongly. Now, on the first night on Wednesday, Reverend Rashidi Collins preached a sermon titled, Arks, Towers, and Temples. And if you go to YouTube, you can type in Unite Conference and you can find all these sermons. And I would encourage you to do so. Now, in his sermon, Reverend Collins was teaching us that Noah built an ark. God gave him a plan for salvation, a way to escape the apocalypse that was coming. And Noah built that ark, and it was meant to save everyone, but everyone did not accept that salvation message and did not enter the ark, so it ended up saving only a few. But those people that climbed in were saved. God gave them a plan, and it was a way of escape, and they were saved. Next, he's talking about towers. Now, if you think of the Tower of Babel, then you can think about humanity. And you can think about the way that humans on earth try to create these towers, these ways of escape, these ways of salvation for themselves, whether it's in the government or whether it's like Elon Musk with private business where he's built his own spaceships and he's trying to get us off planet to Mars in order to save humanity or or whatever it is. But many people in humanity focus on their profession, on their identity, what defines them on this earth. And they continue building up a tower. Maybe you're a doctor and your idea is to build the largest practice that 
has ever been seen in Orange County, or maybe you're a teacher and you want to rise to the top and you want to write curriculum and you want to help students to, to learn more about the world. But these focuses that we have, we have to be careful of them. We've got to be careful because I, I mentioned professions that I know friends of mine who have gotten lost in them because of the feeling that you're doing good in the world or, or, you're, or you're saving lives. And I know all of us have different professions and, and maybe you don't see yours as a, as a saving life profession, but maybe, maybe your profession really does define you. Maybe being a mom is the biggest thing in your mind. Being a dad is the biggest thing in your mind. But we have to remember what is on this earth will not last. This last thing that he said, temples, it's saying we've got to build up the church. We've got to bring our friends and family to the church. This is the ark. This is the place of salvation that can save them. Remember, when we pass from this life and we go to the next, nothing we built on this earth will go with us. The only thing that will go with you is your soul. So if you're baptized in Jesus' name, if you've got the Holy Ghost, if you've repented, then get ready because you're going to be going in that ark. You're going to be going to heaven. But if not, then you're not going. And that means that everything you did on this earth, it's not going to save you. So doesn't mean we quit our jobs and we don't do anything. We don't have kids. No, but it means everything that we do, we do it unto the Lord. We make sure that we are doing our part to serve in the kingdom of God as children of God, because Jesus died for us. He gave everything for us. So anything in my life that I can give to him, I'm going to give to him. And anyone in my life I'm gonna, I can save, I'm going to save. I'm going to reach them with the gospel. I'm going to share the truth. Let me quickly go through some verses with you. So John 1.12, we're building on this idea of the child of God. John 1.12 says, But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. So today, if you believe on Jesus, if you've accepted him, then you've been given the right to become children of God. Now that you have that right, it's time to act on it. Romans 8.14, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. You cannot be led by the Spirit unless you are Spirit-filled. What is flesh is flesh, what is spirit is spirit. Now, if you are led by the spirit, that is much different than being led by the flesh. You'll notice people who are going by their flesh because they're doing things that are not of God. Back to that first verse I read in 310, they're doing things that are unrighteous and they're doing things that are outside of loving other believers. Matthew 5, 9, God blesses those who work for peace for they will be called children of God. Are you working for peace in your life? Do I find you in the middle of the drama at your workplace and at your house, at your family's events? Are you the one egging people on? Are you the one pushing for more disunity and discord? Or are you the one pushing for peace? Matthew 5, 9, God blesses those who work for peace. Remember that. He blesses those who work for peace. And lastly, 1 John 5, 19, we know that we are children of God and that the world around us is under the control of the evil one. So my last thought today, my last thought to you is this. Remember this earth is controlled by the devil. It's controlled by people in their flesh. So our goal is not to build up a utopia on earth. Our goal is to get to heaven and to bring everybody with us. But we're not going to bring them unless we are defined by our status as children of God. I may be a teacher somewhere, but wherever I'm teaching, I'm spreading the word of God. I'm being honest with people. I'm saying, hey, I'm going to pray for you. Hey, I go to church on Sundays. I'm being a witness. Whether I'm a doctor, I'm going to do the best I can with medicine, but I'm going to be praying for my patients. I'm going to be telling people, hey, there's a place to go if this doesn't work. Because you know what? Cancer can be healed. Sickness can be healed. Jesus Christ has given us this power with the Holy Spirit. So we've got to be spreading that. And whether I've got some great high paying 
job somewhere. I'm going to be paying tithe. I'm going to be giving offerings. And I'm not going to forget to be in church on Sunday and to be in life groups on midweek. I want to pray for you as we close out today. Thank you, Jesus, for everyone listening to this podcast. I pray over them protection and safety. I pray that they would feel your love and joy and peace. I pray that they would know they are children of God and that I pray if they are not Bless God to be baptized in Jesus' name, that they would be baptized this Sunday. I pray if they're not repenting, that they would start repenting this week. And I pray that if they don't have the Holy Ghost, that they would start seeking it. They would worship with their hands up, with their mouth worshiping loud, and they would allow you to use their tongue, Lord God, to speak in tongues and let your Holy Spirit come upon them so that they can be led by the Spirit. And I pray they would spread peace in this world, that they would seek and accept you, God, and that they would share everything you've given them, every good thing with everyone around them. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless, church.